to Architecting. I'm your host, Angela Mazzi. You made it. This is the landing pad for raw honesty about connecting your career with your purpose. I'm going to give you the tools you need to be an unapologetic advocate for yourself and others, because if you're here, you believe that the space we surround ourselves in matters and you're committed to project by project building a better world for all of us. If you're with me, let's get architecting. Hey, Bright Lights, it's Angela, and thank you so much for being with me here today on this episode of Architecting. This is the place where we explore career and professional development issues so you can define success on your terms. And that's so important if you want to have an impactful career without sacrificing quality of life. That's right. You don't have to choose. You get to have both which is why I am really excited today to talk to you about what I'm calling the 10% edge. I hear from so many of you that I don't have time, I don't have energy, I don't know how I can do any more or how I can really make a lot of these pivots that you talk about. I don't know how you do it. Well, fear not, Angela to the rescue. And I'm going to explain this first in very scientific terms so you will understand that this is 100% meant to work this way, part of the laws of nature. This is why I decided to look to physics. We are human beings. We are part of nature, that means we are made out of energy. According to the law of conservation of energy, also known as the first law of thermodynamics, energy is never created or destroyed. So think about that. Nothing is ever wasted that you do. It's always serving some purpose. And if we look at this first law of thermodynamics, It basically says energy just gets changed from one form to another, but it never actually goes away. This also applies to ecosystems and living things. What that means is at each level of an ecosystem, and you can think of this as your own personal development, your own personal ecosystem, That ecosystem needs a certain amount of energy at each level to exist and remain stable. So the first level of your personal ecosystem is your survival. We can kind of graft this onto Maslow's pyramid of need. We need to survive before we can thrive. But each level of an ecosystem also has a little bit of extra energy. And according to this theory, it is, you got it, 10% extra. So there's 10% to give to feed the next level. And you might be thinking, 10% isn't a whole lot. How does that really make a difference? Let's look at just number of hours in your day. If you could redirect just 10% of that time to doing something that would move you forward in your personal growth, where would you be? 
in a 24-hour day, that would just be 2.4 hours. And no, I am not suggesting that you sleep less. If you just looked at your waking hours, what are you doing with your time? What are you doing during your commute? How long is your commute? If it's 20 minutes, that's 40 minutes of time that you could listen to a podcast or you could hear an audio book or you could listen to music that would help de-stress you and rebalance you, right? There's lots you could do with that commute. What if you dedicated a half hour of your day first thing when you got up in the morning? What if you were to block just an hour out of your day at work? You can start to see how you could find that 2.4 hours in lots of ways. That's 144 minutes. It is not a lot. That is your 10%. If we look at it beyond just hours in a day, you could try to be 10% more positive in everything you do. A lot of times it is our nature as human beings, we are wired this way to be more disposed to being critical than to being positive. Again, it's tied to that survival instinct. So what if you tried to be 10% more positive because studies have shown that there is a real phenomenon out there called mirroring and we tend to match what we see around us in terms of dominant energy. If we are critical or complaining, other people will be too. If we are positive, we can flip a situation and change the energy dynamic. And when we're seeing things from a positive light, instead of focusing on what we don't have or where we feel stuck or blocked, we're starting to ask better questions like, how can I? Or what did we learn? Or what different strategy could we try instead? We start to believe in the inevitability of our success so that when we meet an obstacle or a frustration, we don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. We just see it as something we have to move past. What if you could identify something that you are 10% ahead of another person in terms of expertise around, and you could share your knowledge with them. So many times when I work with coaching clients and I try to get them to get more engaged in their firm, in professional organizations, or suggest they maybe try to speak at a conference or a meeting, they get really scared and they immediately have imposter syndrome and think that they're not qualified and they are so worried that everybody is going to tear them apart because they're going to get up there and somebody else is going to be an expert and is just going to heckle them. But what they miss in thinking about that is just by sharing what they do know, they're helping other people. They may have an insight about something that no one else has thought of. Or they may help other people to realize, oh, me too, I've also wondered about that. So they've helped to surface a problem or build community. They might not have a completely original take on an approach or an issue, but they might 
have just one little factoid that could help other people who are exploring that same problem. And let's not forget, there's always people who are a few rungs down on the ladder who just don't know what you know. And by sharing what you know, you're helping them to learn and grow in their own career. We know, for example, that you need to hear something multiple times before it registers. Or you can learn something that you think is interesting but not have the opportunity to implement it. We've all had this experience with different kinds of software training and things like that, right? When you hear it a new time when you need the information, it's like a light switch turns on. So maybe you could be the one giving information someone may have heard multiple times before, but now they need it. Now they're ready for it. Or maybe the way you shared the insight or the information clicked with them in a way that it never had before. You may not even be sharing new information, but you are helping to turn that light switch on for someone. In their book, Edge Strategy, Alan Lewis and Dan McCone talk specifically about growth and how the biggest opportunities for growth are often by looking where you've already invested. Now, they talk about it in terms of where a business has invested. But you could look at it as where have you invested in leadership skills, specialization in a certain area, or deep expertise, or marketing, or whatever it is, and unlock the value on the periphery of that investment you have made in yourself. Leverage what you've already done appreciate the risks that you've already taken to get where you are and think about where those could take you next. This really, really does work because because you've already established yourself and you're just looking to expand into the next adjacent possibility for where you already are not to create something completely new and different. If we go back to that idea that we don't want to deplete ourselves or stress ourselves out or push too far in order to grow and expand our horizons, we can look at that principle of just having to put 10% more in, which is why it makes so much sense to invest from your areas of strength and expand there because it takes the least amount of resources in order to do that. This could look like taking an area where you are an expert and collaborating with somebody in an area of expertise you don't have, but over an issue where you see some overlap. As an example, I recently invited a colleague of mine who has a lot of experience around equity and well-being and our director of sustainability and resilience to talk about how we could expand salutogenesis, which as you all have heard me say is my area of expertise. It all kind of converges around this idea that 
Resilience has multiple scales, but how can we begin to apply that equity lens further? And everybody left the call feeling inspired, and I think it gave all three of us a little bit of that edge growth around the three things that are different from one another that each of us specialize in around that convergence point. So that convergence point was that 10% edge opportunity for all three of us. That's just one example of how that can work, reaching out to people in your network, learning more, finding that convergence point. The edge can look like learning a skill that is adjacent to what you are doing. So you might learn a new software because it helps you take something you're working on further. And that's giving you that 10% edge around an expertise you already had. And you can even have fun with this. Maybe you're taking an improv class, which you might say, what does that have to do with my career? Improv gives you certain skill sets, like how to live in the moment. You've got to be very, very present and mindful. Got to be an active listener because what you do depends on what the people around you are doing. You've got to nurture connections and interconnections in order to build off of what people are doing and have the chemistry to be funny. You've got to take some risks, give trust before it's earned. You've got to embrace saying yes and instead of no but. All of these skills of thinking on your feet, of being in the moment, of having to pivot. So you might have wanted to take something in a certain direction, but the other people took it somewhere else and you've got to let go of your attachment and go with the flow. Pretty obvious, I think, how that begins to translate back to the workplace. I interviewed Shannon Hughes, who is a business coach, and she talks a lot about how she brought improv skills from her own life into the work that she does. You can see how that 10% edge came from exploring something that seemingly is unrelated because, going back to how I started this off, nothing is ever wasted. Think about hobbies you have or interests you have and what perspective those give you. That's part of your 10% edge. Think about things you'd love to learn or experiences you'd love to have. That's your 10% edge. Every experience we have transforms us, especially when it pushes us out of our comfort zone could be a travel experience, could be a high adventure experience. You can make metaphors for that for just about any other life situation and find your 10% edge. Today, I really want to encourage you to get so excited about this. Think about your life on a very broad scope, not just through the channel of your career. Look for your 10% edge. What do you already have that you could bring to the table? Then look at where you could introduce that 10% edge, whether it's finding those 144 minutes in your day that you are devoting to it, 
whether it's bringing the positive energy, whether it's sharing something from your point of view with others. How can you bring that to play in your life because it doesn't take that much more energy transfer to get to that next level? It just takes 10%. Have a great day, everyone. I really want to hear where you found your 10% and how you are using it in your career. You can share that on Instagram. Just tag me at Architecting Podcast, or you can leave a post on the LinkedIn page, which is called Architecting. I love hearing your stories. As always, like, rate, and review this podcast on Apple Podcast. Share it with a friend. Spread the love. Let's keep the energy going so we can all be 10% better. Love you so much. Take care and have a great day. Thank you for listening. You made it all the way to the end of the episode, which means you are committed to making yourself a priority so you can be empowered to do the work you were called to do in the world. How amazing is that? If you would like even more content just like this, please remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. I would so appreciate it if you left an honest review too. Hey, I want you to know I'm here for you beyond the boundaries of this podcast. You could follow me on social media at Architecting Podcast or visit architectingpodcast.com to download some great free resources. Take care, everyone, and stay inspired.